last time on Almost Heroes. Rangram first wakes up in the morning and uh, at his level 13 greatness and realizing he's in the presence of potentially one of his gods, he casts Commune. And uh, <laughs> typical to Rangram's life, uh, he's got two influences in his life now and he was communicating with both the Battle Rager and the Oath Keeper, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, after a short conversation, Rangrim is a lot more confident that he's no longer dealing with some nightmarish all mind and has a little more pep in his step than he usually does. Uh, inspired by Glenn's thievery, Rangrim also decides that he wants to take something from the diocese uh, in front of the statues to the gods and steals uh, what Bobby has now coined the John Cena belt. Um, after casting Identify, he learns that it's called the Battle Rager belt. He puts it on to do a similar fashion show as to what Glenn did, and immediately goes fucking crazy with the barbaric rage and begins destroying the already fucked up church. Uh, after that happens, and there's a little bit of calmness, and uh, a lot of people eat beans that episode. Uh, John, I don't know if there was a, a counter on it, but you said ate beans like maybe 13 times. He said well-seasoned beans. Well-seasoned beans, sorry. So yes, many Specifically times. well-seasoned beans. Heinz, Heinz did sponsor us last episode. It was oh, kind okay. of a ghost okay, sponsorship, okay, okay. though. Gotcha. We want, they wanted us to come across organically. Gotcha. Smart, super smart, super smart. Well, we definitely got those ad clicks. Um, so after a bunch of well-seasoned beans for everybody, um, the gang decides to ultimately discuss with Bryn what has been happening since they last talked. I mean, it was supposed to be a very brief stint in Gold Break. All of a sudden, everybody's kind of banned from Gold Break, and they had to meet here. Fought lol. A lot of chaos. Uh, so the gang tells Bryn about their partnership with the Baron. Uh, he talks about Jakar being able to track uh, Bryn and potentially hunting Bryn for the Soul Stone of Lolf that was in his chest, the Dark Passenger. And then they also discuss the prisoner that Glynn saw when he was snatched away by the Mark Goldbreak coin. Um, after a couple, a little bit of back and forth, uh, Glynn kind of starts to describe this pat- prisoner, and Bryn just becomes absolutely flabbergasted and uh, effectively haunted by who the person Glynn describes turns out to be one of his childhood friends who he's actually attended his funeral uh, Rainier Blackburn. Uh, just before we ended the episode Glenn very kindly decided to don Rainier's face uh, to kind of encourage Bryn and show to Bryn that he's in a rather fragile state should not be storming off trying to find wherever this ultimate evil that's controlling Jakar is and we see Bryn storm out standing at the uh, edge of the sea, grasping this coin, hoping to be sucked into whatever weird communication and backwards teleportation exists while holding uh, Rainier Blackburn's dagger. That is where we left off. Thank you very much, BK. That brings us to episode 104, Scry Guys. So when we last left our Almost Hero story, uh, the three, after recuperating uh, and uh, an eventful morning, the three of you are still at the Chapel of the Seven in the southern town of Drifton. So the question remains, what is next for the Fearsome Four? Um, So just to pick up, uh, Callahan and and Eustace are um, 
they're recuperating after uh, you know reconstructing the chapel uh, by helping themselves to a second helping of uh, you know well baked breakfast beans, of course. Uh, you know, looking at you, Heinz. And uh, how, were, how were they seasoned? Uh, well seasoned, yeah, they're pretty pretty good. Yeah, yeah, perfectly seasoned. Um, make sure and uh, Bryn uh, has not yet returned from outside, so we're kind of picking up uh, shortly after uh, last episode. And uh, yeah, uh, the three of you are still uh, just kind of, you know, hanging out in the now reconstructed and uh, you know back to as it was honestly a little even cleaner like even as they reconstructed like the dust is gone like this place is pristine uh in its uh in its reconstructed form um yeah so what do you all want to do uh cosmo you should give me some of those well-seasoned beans oh yeah you got it and he's just gonna give him a good scoop he says they're really well baked uh was it too far wearing Rainier's face when I was talking to Bryn? Is that, is there a threshold yes. that I hit? <laughs> Callahan's I was asking you, you old fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, does a 19 hit your AC? Uh, it does not. Okay, uh, a, a, a spoonful uh, of, uh, of pretty like, Close, like I mean, this thing flies, uh, goes shooting right past your face, uh, but it is a spoonful of beans that goes shooting right past you from Callahan. Come on, those were well seasoned. <laughs> God, sorry, Callahan. I'm still a little, still a little perturbed with you, but yeah, I think I uh, probably owe Brent an apology, but also I was just trying to prove a point. But what's what's next? Where are we going? What do you guys want to do? Well don't know that we know where the heart of AO is anymore. So I feel like that should be what at least that's what guides my decisions is where is it? And so I mean who do we know that might knows where it is? I mean the Baron, he's got the book. Is there anything more to learn from the book? Or uh, they say the heart was intended to bring back the gods. Maybe the revivifists have it. And that's where we go. Maybe they have it. I don't know. I just would... uh, That cannot get into the hands of Chikar. And uh, I'll do whatever it takes to make that not happen. Uh, I think, personally, the the Baron might be the only one who actually knows that the heart of Ao is in play. Considering he has read the book, I'd be surprised if anybody in the Revivifists have been able to get their hands on, you know, the three Titans. Right. Yeah. Unless, and and maybe it goes by a different name. Somewhere else. They they call it something else, right? They they don't know what to call it, so they. Maybe it's a good point. Yeah, might be an entirely different artifact in their mind, but we actually know what it's truly called and what it's powered by. I um, I don't know. That's 
that's where I stand with it. Well, we still have friends in the Ruby Fists, if I remember correctly. I think uh, Nybarg and his red-bearded friend might still be looking to hear from us from months and months ago, but assuming they're still alive, they might be able to tell us more information, or at least maybe we can kind of say we've crossed over into their beliefs and kind of infiltrate from within. Eh. I, I feel like... Just ask. Yeah, you know, time is very much of the essence, and an infiltration just... I don't know. Well, shit, we could tell them that we fought Loth. That is one of the old gods. If we told them that we re-killed Loth, one, I'll probably upset them, but two, they'll at least know that we're involved in this. It's true. Rangram, what do you think? Rangram's like walking over, like eating a bowl of well-seasoned beans. I mean, I could just send like <coughs> uh, I could send like one of them a message, or like I could just like see what they're doing. Yeah, which one? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like Nybarg was probably the most magically. Uh, proficient might be the person that you could actually like get a message back from. Uh, Redbeard didn't necessarily seem the most in tune well, with the arcane. I go, I go send them a message. They're gonna hear it in like anything they say in their head. To, I'm, I'm gonna hear it back. Or I can just like see what they're doing like right now. What if they're like indisposed? Yeah, that would, that would be weird. That's why I've never done it. Well, did you guys know I could do that? I thought I brought. I thought I brought it up at one point. Uh, you say you can do a lot of things. I've yet to see some of it, but I mean, do you ever like spy on us? Uh no. Inside check. <laughs> Inside check. Yeah. Only when Glenn goes to the bathroom. Yes. Uh, 15. <laughs> what is that check against? I guess Deception it would be... Deception or persuasion? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, whichever one uh, is better fit there. I rolled a 16 uh, plus 7, 23. You have no Holy idea. Shit. You have no idea oh. if he watches you while you sleep. I'm, I'm glad I can trust you with that power and know that it's only going somewhere else uh yeah i mean do you want to reach out to either of them i mean maybe it sounds like a very intensive arduous spell maybe just send a message first and see what they're up to because seeing what they're doing isn't necessarily valuable like they're just eating some other well-seasoned beans yeah, we can't. That wouldn't be very good information if I was like, yeah, they're sitting around a campfire and they're eating well seasoned beans. So, might as well just send them a message. Maybe that could be your opener. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to send a message to Nybarg. I'm. So, I, it's Rangrim. Hopefully you're eating some well-seasoned beans <laughs> while this message finds you. 
hold on. I, I so need much. to, I'm, I'm going to have to like conjure up this Nybarg voice from what episode like six, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like, I think it was like 30. I think it was somewhere. It was very, yeah. Early. It was, it was on the second time through Whitport. Not that that matters, but, um, Ah, oh, yes, Rangrim. Well, it has been a while. Yeah, it sure has. Um, this was a bad idea. My friends had some questions for you. Hold on a second. And Wait, Rick, Rick so just looking at Glenn and Cosmo like. Is this sending or is this scrying? This is sending. Okay, so wait, hold on. So you sent some messages, so, and then he sent some messages back. Does it end then? You have to do it again? There's a fair <laughs> chance I'm going to have to burn sending a couple times. Uh, okay. In this, in, okay. In this. I don't know where we landed on that. We, I think early on in the campaign, we allowed it to loosely be like a conversation. Yeah. Even yeah, though that's, it, that's not how it works. So It's supposed to be 25 words, and they can say that back. I, how about this? Let's, if Bird. you burn two, I'll let you just have a full conversation here. Fair, let's go. Done, done and done. Um, I, I, you should probably find out if he's still with the Revivifists or if he's maybe gone freelance, maybe he's fallen out of love with the cause. Oh uh, yeah, have you, um, are you still with the Revivifists? Or uh, like, have you fallen out of love um, with who? The cause. The, the cause. Know. Yep, the cause. Is he? Oh yes, I'm. I'm still up here with the revivist. Of course, we. Uh, we uh, after the ill-fated original journey on our kind of uh, let's say follower gathering expedition, we uh, have been. Uh, Red and I have been spending our times up. Uh, up in the Frostfire Plains up here uh, in, in the north, and just kind of, you know, staying behind the the, the battlefront uh, for a bit now. Just It's it's a bit safer up here, but uh, yes, yes, of course, we, uh, we're we still uh, fully believing the cause. To be honest, we kind of expected to see you sooner. Did you, uh, did you get held up along the way at all? Oh yeah, mate, fucking constantly. Red's not mad about that whole bit when we took him prisoner, though, right? Like, he's not still angry about that, though, right? <laughs> you hear. All right, I think you just, like, uh, it's just it kind of goes quiet for a minute. Um, and you can't hear uh, Red on the other side, but I think you can hear in, in Nybarg's voice uh, as he responds that, you know, probably don't fully believe him. No, 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 definitely not still upset at all. Uh, thick as thieves, uh, thick as thieves. I, he talks about you all, all the time. Definitely in the most <laughs> possible way, in the most positive way possible. Insight check. Can <laughs> oh, yeah. you insight okay. check over sending? Oh, why not? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, I sure can. <laughs> that's My a, passive that's a perception is massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's fucking lying. That guy red hates us. I whisper that over there like... I mean, I would, I would, I'd probably hate us too. We totally took him captive. That was yep. Fair, 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 fair. Shit. So where where are they, Ranger? 
Frostfire. Where were they? They're up. They're up. <laughs> they're up in the Frostfire Plains. They're up. Oh, uh, they're, 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 they're up in the up Frostfire north. Plains up north. Yep. Uh, still, I mean, sounds like they didn't really get very far. Uh, that's weird. Okay. Um, I mean, and I'm gonna look to Cosmo. Rangram, don't say this yet, but do we want to tell them we fought Loth? I mean, they're still up north. Uh, Cosmo, do you, what do you think we'll be able to get out of the Revivid Fist for finding Ao? I feel like we can't just like ask him like, "What's your goal?" Like, that seems. It, we can't just, you know, be like, "How do? We, what's your plan?" You know, it's we got to have something to trade or offer up or. I can think of something we could offer up. Got a shard of Loth's soul stone. That's true. Um, I don't know that we want to trade that. I mean, Are you going to use it for something? Oh, I think we were kind of tasked to protect it or something as he looks over at... Uh... Just a piece of it. I mean, they've got the lion's share of it. Callahan, you can fight the entire Vivist army, right? Callahan uh, looks up, still like <laughs> bruised and like kind of like injured and recuperating from uh, from fixing the uh, the roof. Looks over at you with just like the the Callahan like dead-eyed stare with no with like you know full just kind of uh, serious orc face and uh, just looks over at you chewing uh, chewing his well-seasoned beans and looks back and then just goes back to uh, to looking the other direction uh, does not uh, even uh, deem you worthy of an answer okay well maybe maybe they'll they'll get the upper hand but I mean for what it's worth we can at least offer it doesn't mean we actually have to give it to them it's, it's true it's true um, we also don't even know who to talk to up there well this we were we thought through this didn't we uh, so, um, Rangrim, you, uh, are, are, are you done with the conversation or you've just been quiet for about five uh, no, minutes no, now? No, 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 I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Or, you said something about beans. Oh, like, uh, yeah, you eat beans over there and then Rangrim's gonna, like, look over to him. Like, I'm trying to stall him. I can only do this for so long. Oh, yeah, we got whole, we got so many different kinds of beans up here. Unfortunately, we just... We're lacking for seasoning up, uh, up in Goshir. It's a, uh, it's a real, it's a real issue. Well, let me tell you something. That's we are real. not. We are not hard up for seasoning here. Our beans are well seasoned. Spice traders. We're spice traders. That's a, well, that's a hefty brag right there. Hey, well, Nybog, maybe if we ever meet up again, I can season your beans, mate. <laughs> Is that a? I, either way, you meant that. I'm into it. I don't know if I like that response, <laughs> but I'll accept it. Oh, so, uh, so what did you, what did you and uh, Nybarg establish? Are we, are we going to see him? It sound like we were going to go. You're going to season his beans. Is that? I don't. Know. I mean, I still have not given him any information of any value, but I said I'd give him seasoning for his beans. That's about it. What if we just Maybe. what if we just ask, tell him that we have something that we think would be valuable uh, to the revivifists and we just don't know who to talk to about it. But 
That sounds logical. And we're not well. We're, yeah, go ahead. So, so aside from seasonings, uh, we made everything that we think you guys would like, and we don't know much about it. Um, it just sounds like you're talking about your dick. <laughs> Do a thing that you might like. We don't know much about it. It might get bigger. It might not. Everybody knows. Your beans. It's like a bad game of telephone. I'm just. I was getting off while everyone else was shrinking. <laughs> there it is. Oh there god. Um, I don't. <laughs> that combined with your previous statement is uh, leading me down a. Are we? Uh, I need to go to a quieter place. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Like, oh, okay. So, I know that sounded weird, but like, guys, I gotta at least tell them what it is a little bit. It sounds weird as hell. Uh, tell them. I mean, shit. Tell they're we they're up in the ghost sheer peaks, right? Like they can't. That's I think what they said. Uh, We're pretty like, sure we have a piece of lost soul in a crystal. Uh, it is quiet. Dominoes, motherfucker. <laughs> it is quiet for uh, for a, a, a like a, a, like a, a, a couple seconds, and then ah, uh, well, that's um, whew, that's that sounds like something that could be definitely uh, helpful. How you know what? I know that this this magical sending is uh, is costing you spell slots, so uh, let's leave it at this. <laughs> if you are if you are able to make it up to the town of Goshir past the Frostfire Plains, and <laughs> Lanny say, unless you have the ability to teleport here, and that's gonna be difficult with the fact that you, I, as far as I know, none of you have been here. Um, you will have to be careful with making it past the essentially imperial barricade that is uh that is you know the the kind of war zone that is going on between here uh that is you know kind of keeping us here and keeping uh us out of the empire so um but what you just mentioned is something we absolutely would be interested in as you know we're our whole goal up here is bringing back gods like lolf and having a fragment of a power like that could could only help, I'm sure. Of course, you'll need to. Uh, I I'm not in charge by any means. I'm more of a a spreader of the good news, let's say, uh, bringing more people to the cause. Uh, so once you get here, of course, uh, there are people that more important than me that would be interested in finding out just exactly. Uh, you, what you might know and what you might be able to offer. And of course, uh, we'll have nothing but gratitude. And I'm not being cagey by any means. Uh, there's no danger. <laughs> no, we're not going to... And that sounds even creepier when I say it like that. Just, you have red and eyes uh, full support. So you should have uh, nothing but, uh, you know the full support of the Revivus behind you if you are able to make it to Goshir. Let's leave it at that. Oh, that sounds perfect. Absolutely wonderful. We have great relations with the Empire, so we'll get through. No problem. See you soon. And then 
I'm just cotton, cotton sending. That's it. I love it. Um, so to clarify, what they uh, say? <laughs> sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was just going to say, so I just real quick, just to clarify. So we have a full understanding, um, up North Gosheer is the, is a, uh, is a town. Uh, it is a, it is kind of like a, a town that is on the edge of a glacier, um, up past the frost fire plains, like deep frost fire plains, um, in the Northern most, the northernmost reaches of Sakal. Um, you know that the main Imperial barricade is located around, um, so if you are looking at, uh, if you're watching this on video on Spotify, which I would highly recommend if, uh, or, or on the stream, uh, every Tuesday at, uh, 7 PM, uh, you can, uh, you can see that the map here that we're looking at, but, um, location 20 is where Goshir is, uh, is at, um, the Frostfire Plains, as you know, are a kind of fire and ice kind of combination there with some underground volcanic activity, uh, combined with the fact that it is, uh, completely frozen. Um, but the main Imperial barricade starts, uh, around location 19, which is Winterhaven. That is the kind of last bastion of imperial, uh, like held, uh, kind of uh, um, like towns, essentially. And then anything past that uh, would be essentially a no man's land, uh, going into the Frostfire Plains before you get to Goshir. Where, among eighteen, nineteen, and twenty, was Chikar's lair? Because we teleported out of that motherfucker. So there's a uh, circle up there somewhere. I'll pull it back up. Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, if you look at the three peaks of the Clearshaw Peaks, uh, you were mm-hmm. between uh, the the leftmost and the center. Um, gotcha. That would that was where you were. Uh, so you were in the, the far <clears throat> far reaches there. Um, and you know whether or not you know there is uh, there is a you know there are towns up there. They're very small towns, but they are for the most part kind of like is a lot more nomadic peoples that live up there. Uh, and, you know, with, with the small, you know, kind of trader village for uh, trappers. And it's, it's very, it's very, very, very rustic up there. Mm-hmm. So we could, I don't, I can't necessarily cast teleport. Callahan, if we uh, offered you the ability to get rid of us and send us somewhere, would you happily lend us a spell? <laughs> Uh, Callahan looking over, um, looking over you again, uh, you know, kind of swallowing his, uh, his mouthful of food and, uh, you know, as much as I'd love to help, uh, help with that, I myself have never made it to go sheer. So I don't even know if they have a teleportation circle there. I could get you close or if you guys really want to roll the dice on it, there's about a 50, 50 shot that. I could get you pretty close with a kind of blind teleport, but I will say that that going wrong uh, can be pretty rough. Oh, cool. Well, at least least you're fucking still totally um, uh, useless. I said I could teleport. I I haven't been to Goshir. I haven't been everywhere. Uh, Yeah, I mean, for the most part, too. Durgar? That that area. Oh damn! I mean, I mean, bring race into things, but okay. It's everybody. Let's take a minute. Everybody takes a bite of their highly seasoned beans, uh, and let's just take a step. Uh, take a bean. Uh, take a bean. Everybody, take a bean. Um, 
what if we, Rangrim, potentially reached out to our other very magically gifted friends um, and saw if maybe he could get us either closer or might have some ideas of how to find this uh, heart of Ao, if you will. What We have another magical friend? Yeah, who you, one oh, that just oh, oh, showed up mean? on a cart while we're riding it. Oh, the Barian? I was talking about Felda. I was really hoping you're gonna invoke Felda back into this campaign. Or our other friends. <laughs> <laughs> or got a point. Yeah, I that, uh, that Baron guy. I mean, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know that's why I love him. Um, that's fair. We can we can leave the Baron out of this for the most part, but Rangram, I do actually want you to send one message to the Baron, regardless of if we get him involved in this this play. Um, uh, would you do that for me? Sure. Would you send the Baron a message that Dos Dogs V two needs to come out with a can of seasoned beans and sausages for its travel for you know ready to eat meals? Could you just send that to him real quick? Because I, I just want to make sure that we like get ahead of the branding opportunities of those seasoned beans and sausages. I've only been awake for like four hours. I can only do this one more time. Perfect. I'm not wait. Totally I'm, worth I'm not, it. I'm not, to- I'm not totally doing it. it. I'm not doing it on that one. It's totally worth it. Think of the think of the revenue. We still have all the money from DOS Dogs. Add seasoned beans onto it. How many times have we talked about seasoned beans in the last like 10 minutes? Oh. Uh, you got a point about well-seasoned beans. Just just putting that out there. Think about it. We got a long day ahead. And of us. I'm gonna verbatim send that message <laughs> back to the Baron. Love it. Um, you did you get a question? You just get a uh, <laughs> voice back just goes, <laughs> Who the hell is this? <laughs> uh hey, um, so uh <laughs> Great idea, love it. Really, uh, really enjoy the uh, the entrepreneurial spirit. But uh, helmets from who Glenn. the hell helmets is this? from Glenn? Helmets from Glenn. His oh, wait, that's that was, that was from Glenn, by the way. Oh wait, Rangri. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Glenn. <laughs> right. Glenn Yoris. Glenn Yoris. I can never fucking pronounce your last name. Too I, many vowels. I, 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 I is like four A's in it. Your voice. Your sorry. Your your voice. Uh, your voice sounds weird through uh, through sending. Um, yeah, Rangrim, uh, that's uh, that's great. Um, yeah, good idea. Love it. Um, let uh, let your boy uh, uh, Glenn Yaris know that um, we're still uh, we're still working on the uh, the old task uh, at hand. So I uh, haven't made any haven't made any breakthroughs yet, but uh, you know we got we got our we got we got our best people on it. All right, I'll let I'll absolutely let him know that. What, what were you supposed to let I, me know? Uh, I absolutely <laughs> let him know that. Okay, I was going to say, I love that. Just Top men. Uh, Cosmos, so heading north. Very, very north? Is that what you're thinking? I don't I don't even know where else to look. That's all I, I that's, that's all I have. I don't... Um... I mean, you're not really welcome back in Gold Break. Can't just go fishing around. That's a very bad idea to go back to Gold Break. I agree. I mean, 
the Baron did mention a, a looming evil that was there longer than him, but that doesn't necessarily tell me uh, that it's anything related to what we've been up against. It tells me it's older than that, so maybe it's worse. I don't know. Maybe it's just... Uh, sure. Maybe it's nothing and he just, you know... I feel like that's... Co could just be competition is what you're thinking. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. Let's let's keep the Baron out of this play. He's he's actively looking into a request I made. Rangram, thank you for using like your last fucking fifth level spell to ask about baked beans and they can. Wait, uh, sending is a fifth level spell? Oh no, it's third level it? only. You can't oh, pass it or downcast right, cool. it. So I was like, Dang. I mean, that's all. That's all I caught. I mean, for that one, but. Say that's uh, you. That's the audio. You now only have video left. <laughs> right, right. It's <laughs> true. Uh, we could. The last place that we, or I guess I, I guess you guys didn't actually see it, but the last place I saw Rainier, and obviously upset Bryn when he found out was up north as well. So I think all signs are kind of pointing north. Uh. Rangram, you dropped, talked about dropping in on Nybarg. What about dropping in on Rainier? They're still alive. Shit. I mean, I, I could try. I mean, I can't just send him a message. It would be more just like I kind of see like, in my head where he's at and what he's doing. Uh, sure. I mean, I can give you as many visual cues as long as Bryn's out of this room to kind of help you envision who you're trying to find. I mean, best I could do is I've already seen his face from you. And I, I know his name, so that's about it. Uh, but, like, <clears throat> if you give me the rest of your beans, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, 75% of my beans. 38%. That's less. You got a deal. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Glenn scoops 38% of his beans on the Rangram's plate. I'll take it. Uh, Cosmo, well, he's hunting down Rainier. I can, I think I can help, but do you want to go see if Bryn is still somewhere outside that we might be able to convince him to come along without catching the eyes of any guards or I can do that. And you can help. Rain I mean, you, Rain. you have the mask that makes you look like something else. Uh, is it still nighttime? That. That's a good point. Is it still nighttime or is it daytime now? No, it's breakfast. Oh, it, this is the morning. Yeah. It's, morning. It, yeah it's, it's still morning. Um, we're still eating our well-baked or well-seasoned baked breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> skating past that. Oh, I don't this know. episode I've, brought to you I've by Bushy's Baked Beans. I, yeah, I've made a huge mistake. Um, and and the dog that loves the beans. Um, but uh, so there. Uh, look, I'm, I'm reading uh, the the spell scrying. Um, and as of right now, um, I would say that you like with the like you get a plus, you get a basically a minus two uh, to the um, uh, save. to my to my yes. save because I yeah. only know his likeness or picture. Yeah. Yeah, and you you've met them. I would say firsthand, so I would say a zero there, kind of. Uh, like I'll, I'll give you that one, and then mm -hmm. uh, the likeness or picture. So basically, I have a minus two to my save, basically. Yeah, so my that would put it at uh, sixteen. 
does it save? My spell save DC is an 18. No. So uh, I, it's a minus two for like whatever I roll, it's a minus two. So it's easier for you for, uh, it, I, I will, I, it's harder for me to make the save basically. Oh, am I, am I reading that wrong? Yeah, I think so. So like um, you want me to roll lower essentially. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the uh, top part, the knowledge and spin them. Yep. So, All right, cool. So um, roll that 20 then. All right. Um, well, so who's, uh, so is, is Cosmo going outside to talk to Bryn then, but we'll handle this first. Uh, sure. I'll go outside to talk or yeah, I'll go outside to talk to, to Bryn. Okay. Um, so then does Glenn, uh, change into the likeness of Rainier? I got to think because Cosmo brought up a very good point. Mm. What's what point did he bring up? That's why I said that. Yeah. That the, that it was, that it was kind of rude that the guards no, that the guards it's daytime. Yeah. The guards are outside. They're going to be walking around looking for us. Ooh, yeah. Uh, well, eh, it still technically works. Uh, Glenn's going to take the, mask of many faces off for the fucking first time probably got like the perfect tan line like just like <laughs> a like a mask tan line on one side absolutely yeah and i'm gonna start to put on cosmos like now you're not really gonna be able to control what you look like but just know that you're gonna look different you basically have 24 hours before this thing you know reattunes to you so kind of your decision but it's cool if i put this on you uh, uh go ahead well, one thing, uh, if you are not showing your face to uh, to Rangram as he's casting the spell, he won't get the benefit from the likeness. Uh, normally, that's true, but I also have mass or I have a disguise self as a spell oh. as an then, arcane trickster. So then continue. Then continue on. Uh, I I am incorrect. Bloop. And then uh, I put the mask on him. Is like just like think of someone else. That's kind of how you get it to like trigger. Just like. Picture any face in the world and just become that thing. I become another person. <laughs> I did not think you would get it. That's so good. Glenn high fives the shit out of Cosmo and turns itself into <laughs> Rainier. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal, Bobby. I become somebody else. Become another person. <laughs> Uh, master of disguise in case anybody hasn't seen that movie anyways uh yeah so glenn like after high five and cosmo no one turns should. it's so bad it's so good so good turns around to rangrim looks like rainier and uh john you get to control what cosmo looks like because he's not attuned to this item oh yeah let's uh let's do a um let's do a randomizer <clears throat> while he randomizes uh i will tell you i did watch that movie like two weeks ago with uh, with turtle. Mrs. Bangerang and my daughter, because family movie turtle, night. Turtle, turtle. Um, Am I not turtly enough for the turtle toy? I. Oh my god! Please tell me I'm Who a turtle. Has... Please fucking tell me I'm a turtle. Bobby, that is exactly what you are. Have you turtle. seen like what is it? The the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It's the the female one though. Venus, I think, is her name. I don't know. Different movies and comics give her different names, but yeah, Venus anyway, is one uh, of them. You turn into a, uh, a, a kind of like, uh, you know, like you've seen a turtle before. You, um, I can't remember his name, but he was the uh, the 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 the, uh, the captain of the ship uh, down in 
Oh my oh, god, yeah. uh, yeah. the islands during the mm-hmm. race, basically when you when you met Curious. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cosmo, uh, as he puts this on, turns into a kind of uh, a slightly shorter um, and like thinner uh, version of that, with kind of like weirdly long eyelashes <laughs> for like a, um, um, but like just like thinner face and just looks like a probably like of the same age, even as Cosmo themselves, like it is a kind of like young female turtle that, uh, that Cosmo is, uh, is now kind of, uh, taking the form of, um, I'm going to say that the color is like, a because you're younger, I think probably like a dark green with like a light, like dark green shell with like a light green skin. Uh, Dan wants to know if the uh, turtle version of Bobby is hot. The female turtle version. Dan, um, Dan, Dan does not want to know that. That's what you texted me, though. <laughs> also with a lewd image of a turtle. So. Rangrim wants to know that. Dan does not want to know that. <laughs> Dan, Dan. Dan doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, that'll take you some dark places on the internet. Don't do that. Oh, don't, no. don't I accidentally Googled without safe search on and female TMNT got real dark real fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving Fine. past that. So there's Same. a hot turtle in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you just hear Cosmo's voice the comes best out. Best DM segue uh, ever. I'm sorry. So how do I look? Uh, oh, you look fucking weird, mate. I look I weird a... and Cosmo looks down and he says, I'm green. What? What is? But I have a shell. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't really control a lot of it. It's it's all visual though. If you feel through the shell, you're just gonna like kind of pass through, and it's back to your armor for what it's worth. It's it's not real. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that's fine. Right. I mean, it's only like half a show too. Like you're almost a hero and a half show. Almost a hero and a half show, eh? Portal power. Uh, go find Bryn. We're going to try to track down Rainier and uh, do whatever you can to convince him to come with us because sounds like he's on all sorts of a suicide mission after our conversation yesterday or this morning, like 10 minutes ago. Great. Uh, to clarify for Sajukor, it does not change my voice, right? I don't have to. I mean, unless I interact. Unless you with... want to. Yeah. I don't think it actually, I don't think it's affects you because I think we've uh, we've had Glenn just rolling for performance whenever he's doing that or yeah yeah that's what i thought that's what i thought i think it does if you want it to uh yeah so as uh rainier i'm just kind of chilling in front of rangrim like whittling away a piece of wood just trying to give him as much inspiration as possible for tracking rainier down Okay. Um, so Glenn, you take on the, uh, the visage of Rainier. It, this version of Rainier is wearing like kind of these tattered black, uh, black robes. Like, and now that you've, you've heard from Bryn that they were a, a student of magic, like you can tell that these are incredibly tattered and dirty, uh, like wizard's robes. Like these, these are what you would see a sorcerer or a wizard, a student of wizardry wearing. Um, but they have long since been like just, you know, past their prime, um, gaunt face, like incredibly pale, almost like a yellowish tint to their, uh, to their skin, like very gaunt cheeks. Um, and they, this very, very prominent C-shaped scar that goes around one of their eyes. And they just have like kind of dirty shoulder length black hair. 
Um, and uh, as you know, as you kind of take on the visage of this uh, of this figure, um, Rangram, you uh, what do you what does it look like when you cast scrying for the first time? I'm sorry, real quick. I'm gonna hold my action of dropping disguise self for the second the front doors open if they're opening inwards because Bryn's on his way in. Don't try to reopen those wounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not trying to reopen those wounds. The one above your eye or the the mental ones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Um when Ringram cast crying, he would put his shield down and um <clears throat> Just for a little flavor of it, um, I don't have a crystal ball or another thing worth a thousand gold. So, burning a thousand gold, Rangrim dumps one thousand gold pieces on his shield, and they melt to like a mirror-like liquid consistency. Oh, oh sick! Where it, then he can all of a sudden his reflection dissipates, and it's as if it's like a um, a window to somewhere else on the back of the shield as I love he's it. He's looking through to see Rainier in this setting. I love it. Okay. Uh, that's incredible. And uh, let me make my saving throw. Um, that is a, that is not good. Uh, that is a, a 14 uh, minus two. So that is a 12. That would not save, sir. Okay. Rangrim, you are looking into this this metal, this pool of metal, and it shimmers and turns translucent, and you see a scene in front of you. Uh, only Rangrim is seeing this, by the way. This is a this is kind of a you'll have to kind of pass this information along to Glenn. Mm -hmm. um, but since you'll basically be doing it word for word anyway, uh, if you intend to do that, we can just pretend everyone's seeing it. So you are uh, you are looking into uh, into this this mirror and what you are seeing confuses you for like a number of seconds because what you see is an aerial view of the city of Goldrake. And the sounds that you hear are like you hear like, I mean, this is way above an aerial view and it's almost like it's moving. Like you're seeing like a moving aerial view of Goldbreak. And Rangrim, the only sounds aside from like the kind of like distant towns, sounds of town are the heavy flapping of multiple wings. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh no. I knew it. <laughs> oh, don't bring Bryn back. Leave him where he is. Oh, shit. I think Rangrim is going to, like, after, like, kind of leaning over, like, peering into, like, the back of that shield, looks at Glenn and, like, relays that information. Glenn drops um, his knife that he was whittling with, and it just impales his foot. He just drops <laughs> it. He's it not even floor. paying attention. Just straight into the fucking floor. Uh, Cut. I'm still in the room, or did I leave? Your call. I think you were uh, gonna leave when we were doing it, but I mean, this is way too fucking juicy. I, I think you're there. I think you're there. You guys can make the decision to go outside after this, because this is not something that we need to be doing side, side like side by side anyway. So I, I want you to be part of this okay. conversation. So are you 
telling me that Rainier is with Jakar or Rainier is Jakar or um one or the fucking other. I'm pretty sure he might be. I mean, you, you, we had that whole talk with that creepy bird in that library about the black rooms. Rainier black worm, crazy giant evil creature with 400 wings. Uh, Rainier black worm. It keeps trying to kill Bryn, his old best friend. Hey, Glenn, why don't you go spook him again with his dead friend's face? This will probably smooth things over again. I don't think this spell will turn me into like a 400-pound black dragon with three wings, but I could try. I think that's a terrible idea. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to pull a dagger out of my foot. I thought this was going to make things a lot easier. I thought we were going to have a clear shot to make things good. Nope. Maybe I should go get Bryn and bring him back here and... Um, Do we even tell him? I feel like we I have mean, to. We, we, we have to tell him. We have to tell him. He's going to be on a fucking warpath. Right? I mean, I, like, if you didn't tell me that, like, my old best friend who I thought was dead was like an ancient evil stalking me for 300 but, years and like an ancient body, I'd be kind of pissed too. How do we, I can mean, we, can that exact thing with your daughter? Can we, can, can we, can, is there a way to I mean, confirm it was this? Different. That's true. Can you look around in your spell? Like, can you look to your side? Maybe he's just riding Shakar and accidentally got Maybe it's something else with wings. Dragon. Um, all I can do is I can see in here a particular creature that I choose that is on the same plane of existence as me. And you just see Chikar, or sorry, you just see a invisible, you, you see an invisible creature flapping wings over Goldbreak, which is the last place we saw Chikar. Oh, fuck. So actually, John, that is a good point. It does say I can see and hear a particular creature. So would I know that scrying on Rainier? Um, you, because you don't have true sight seeing through this thing, like you can't see any can't invisible see creatures. Like you, you, if so, if something is there that's invisible, all you can see is an aerial view of Goldbreak that is moving. Like this, this thing is, it, it scrying stays like, you know, it, it follows a target, and uh, you are seeing an aerial view of Goldbreak that, uh, and you can hear the flapping of multiple wings. That is that is what your sensory uh, experience is currently, um, and like I said, the kind of ambient sounds of like, you know, a, a city from high above. Uh, Cosmo. Well, well, maybe we do get Bryn, and uh, you owe me at least 500 gold. Yeah, I'll buy you another. I'll, I'll buy you another thousand gold to run another spell back. Do you have? Do you have enough spells to do it again? Oh, uh, well, that's a good question. Let me think about it. Yes. <laughs> Let me. Um, <laughs> what? One thing too, I did see that. Um, one of the other things that you could have used, uh, I love, by the way, I, I, I'm even okay with not burning your, uh, your money. I think you keep your, your, your thousand gold because you can use a font of holy water, which I guarantee you could find in this chapel. Um, so, uh, 
I'm going to say that oh. you can keep your, you can keep your money and I, but I oh, love the flavor yeah. that you threw on it. So uh, let's just say that there's no cost on this because you could have used something else. Yeah, well, I love that. Let me, uh, let me go wait, out. Cosmo, before, before okay. you go get Bryn, sorry, I, I just want to try one more thing. Cause we were able to find like a semblance of Rainier when it was Rainier. Maybe I have enough information where we can try to find this stupid motherfucker. And I'm going to cast, disguise self and try to become the scaly Sith fuckboy uh, that I saw through Chandrell's vision and try to emulate as much as I can him. Okay. Um, <laughs> Isn't, are we not, are we? Let's go. Are we all, okay. Cracking things yeah. here. Let's go. Okay. Um, Glenn. As much the of the visual that I can Sith get. Fuckboy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Glenn, after after saying that, transforms into, I will say there are things missing. You did not see fully under the hood and see this, like you, there are there are pieces of this that like, it's almost like um, an old video game where like they don't expect you to see like certain parts of a, of a character model. So they don't Angles. actually render them. They're just mm. black. So like the, the depth of the hood, like you can tell it probably goes back deeper and there's not I'm actually missing, like- missing no. No, you can see like, you can see like um uh like it's like a beak and then like flat black and then the hood like it's like the the snout and yeah, the like flat black exactly. and then the hood yeah exactly you can see the snout sticking out you can see that there's a hood on it and then it's just like kind of dark but like you know that if you look deeper into that there's not going to be anything there because Glenn doesn't know what was past that um and then you Does can it, see like kind of dark robes that have like these uh these kind of blackish scales i will say this they are not like, um, roll me a, um, hmm. Roll me either a history or a nature check, everyone. All of us? Nature or history? 30, 20. Both bad. Let me know what you're rolling because they will uh, flavor them differently. Uh, uh, nature and history can... are both intelligence rolls and I rolled a two, so that's a two. Gotcha, so helpful. I will do, because this is part of Glenn's history, I will do history, and it's still a dirty 20. Okay. Cosmo rolled a dirty 11 for nature. Okay. I will say this. Um, Glenn, with your history roll, you have, like, you know, scaly creatures are not uncommon, uh, even in the, like, kind of, you know, on a regular basis, like are dragonborns and lizard folk like around everywhere? No, but they are like, you have encountered them a number of times. Right. Um, I will say this, this figure is not as bulky as a, as a, any of the dragonborns you've ever met. Um, it is also like, not as like, I don't know. You just, you, you can, you kind of looking at the stout, the snout and the way it's shaped, you don't feel like it's, it's a, it's a lizard board, like, or a, not lizard board, uh, like a, a, like a lizard folk. Um, okay. Also the coloring, now that you're getting a better look at it, you can look down at your own hands. It's not black. It's almost more of like a gray. It's almost like a, like kind of like a, like a grayish hue. Um, more than it is an actual like true black by any means. Um, almost like the only thing I can relate this to is like the gray skin of like something dead. 
like it is mm. it is something that is like it is gray it is not it Almost is not necrotic black. or yeah uh, it's, like, it's like uh decaying yeah not that this thing like is decay like you don't see decay on its on its hands or on its face or on its snout or anything like that but just that color is like the gray of like a like kind of the skin of like a like a kind of desiccated corpse or something like that it's 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 just it's not black it's it's like gray which as far as you can tell like this doesn't fit any kind of description of any dragonborn or anything that you've ever encountered uh like recognizing that like i've ingested this information but also that like probably i can read off rangram's face that i'm missing i'm basically just a fucking snout uh glenn's going to say rangram two seconds hold on i i could do better and glenn's going to just like storm downstairs find Chandrell, who's still like spiked to the ground and go Chandrell, are you there Ooh. roll me okay here's my question how what like how much intention and how much like actual effort is glenn putting into this like is it just oh, like i am he's this is like the last thing he wanted to do was already be talking to her he's still vehemently upset or still pissed but he recognizes ends to a mean kind of thing there is not kindness in the tone in which he is saying are you still there okay um then i need for you to roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage tight i'm gonna use luck as yolo Uh, much better senior monfrere uh 19. okay you um you get a um you get the like you feel the kind of like warmth presence of like Chandrell, um but she doesn't like you can tell that her presence is there she does not say anything to you um but you can tell that she is there um what do you request of her uh glenn without saying anything further is going to cast uh what is it called uh maximilian's earth and grasp and is going to pull her from the ground and like hold it above him and just drop him or drop her into like his hands he's just going to catch the double blade scimitar in his hands i'm just going to say to it or say to her so you want to catch this motherfucker or do you just want to continue sitting in your sword and uh, being a little bit of a pity party because we might have a way to kill this thing but I need your help creating some more of the images so we can track him down I need more visuals and I can't do it myself you're the only person who actually saw this thing Glenn Yaris <laughs> as much as I would love to help you I saw the same thing I showed you everything I saw. While I saw more than you did, I saw through your eyes, Glenyaris. I didn't see any more than you. My limitations, uh, though I could see through the veil of invisibility that sh shrouded that creature, I didn't see any more than what I was able to impart upon you. I wish I, 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 wish I had. It would make finding them that much easier. Do you think that you're alone in this, Glenyaris? Do you think that I haven't been wanting to find whatever 
bastardized creature has been manipulating our once <laughs> independent and powerful people? If so, you are incredibly mistaken. Uh, Glenn's gonna throw her onto his back. And he's kind of come back up the stairs. He's gonna cast sky self and do like his best that he can to be a scaly image. Like it's disappointing, Chandrail, to hear you speak so poorly about one group manipulating another when I've been the same thing to you this whole time. And I'm sure like walk towards Rangrim. It's like, this is the best we got. Glenn, you have uh, taken on the guise of this uh, this this kind of scaly creature uh, in this in this kind of dark robe, uh, and I will say this: uh, you are going with like I mean, not full like uh, basically the like there is no benefits to uh, you don't have any kind of help when it comes to this scrying. Like it is definitely it is, a moonshot. Yeah, it is. It is a straight up and down. If anything, uh, I'm actually uh, it had. I actually have a plus five to making the save. Uh, so it's. Um, I'm going to. Uh, hmm. I'm going to roll it again as uh, Rangrim. I assume you kind of look back into your uh, your shield of scrying. As I would. Right. Right here, your D twenty. That one. That is. That is a that so that is an <laughs> eleven plus five uh, plus a good amount. What is your save? Uh, the save right now is a twenty. Okay, it is higher than that. I'm not going to tell you by how much, <laughs> just because. Yeah, my feelings. I will give you this. Call odds or evens. I'll give you a 50-50 chance whether I'll give you some information that'll be helpful. Even. Okay. I rolled a 16. You almost feel like you take you take it like you're not 100 percent sure what um whether or not this is kind of an after effect of what you were um seeing before. You get a flash of a dark, like dark chamber that is lit by like a flickering green light. You just see like a room, you see a a, a desk that has like, um, like that is covered in like a number of books and in other like just just stuff. There's things, there's stuff everywhere, but it's dark, it's, it's difficult to see. Um, and it's literally a like flash. And all I can say is that you don't know whether it is this image or you are having like after effects of the previous one, but you just get this weird feeling that where you the location you just saw a flash of was in Goldbreak. I would immediately divulge that information to the homies. Cosmo, I have good news and bad news for you. Uh, good news is you get to go convince Bryn to kill his best friend. Bad news is we might need the Baron's help in doing so, or at least a way into the city, because I don't know how the fuck we're gonna get to Goldbreak if we're accused of killing the Emperor. We're gonna. I thought we agreed we weren't going back to Goldbreak. Doesn't need to be right away, but if both signs point to Rainier, my assumption, the way I'm gonna take this, and definitely 
let me know if it sounds stupid, but Shakar or Rainier at this point isn't attacking gold break. He's defending it. And if he's defending it, it's likely that whatever may be in charge of or inhabiting gold break is whomever made them into Jakar. Well, I guess it's a little unfortunate that Rangrim uses last sending to reach out to the Baron about those well-seasoned baked beans. <laughs> and sausages. And sausages. It's can of, can, can, can of beans. Right. I, I see what you're coming. Uh, yeah, I see, I see your point. I, I, yeah, you know, maybe hindsight 2020 and all that, but yeah, I see your point. But, um, I guess I'll go get uh, Bryn and you guys can tell him whatever you want. You want us to tell him? I mean, last time I kind of wore his dead friend's face. I don't think I might be the person he wants to talk to right away. I'll go check in on him and then. Hey, good news. His friend's not dead. Hey, good news. His friend is his Uh, mortal enemy that's been trying to kill him for 300 years. Yay. Yeah, yeah, good news-ish. Yeah, right, Uh, great. Oh, yeah, Cosmo, you're you're the good one with the words and stuff. Yeah, you, you should tell him. Great. Oh. I'm going to go sneak over to Captain Combs real quick and grab a bottle of something really fucking strong so we can figure out what the fuck to do with all of this. And Glenn's going to cast Invisibility and do exactly that. <laughs> is, uh, exactly. I, I realized I that Rangrim, I was like, it was like, is Rangrim going to go with him? But I realized it's daylight and Rangrim can't do Invisibility. Not during the daylight, sir. Well, I can cast it. Does it just fail when you walk outside? Uh, no, yeah, um, as long as I cast oh, just it you outside have the of the daylight. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, so you can just walk around in the daylight and it's completely fine? Uh, yeah, I, I, I only have to uh, cast it outside of the daylight. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, well, are you going with, uh, with Glenn then? No, he's totally unaware that Glenn just disappeared and was like... <laughs> All right. He's still kind of reeling over the recent events as well. I mean... Yeah, it's it's real wild. So, like super fast fucking RP. Glenn is going to invisibly beeline, wait for somebody to open the door to go into Combs Bar. He's going to sneak in. He's going to stand right behind Combs and go, I'm taking a bottle of booze and hand him like 10 gold and then take like four bottles of booze and walk out. I'll roll all the checks you want me to, but that's basically uh, what's happening. Um, <laughs> roll me a... Um... Roll me a dis- oh, a persuasion check first, um, and then roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, wait, persuasion was first? Yeah, I mean, I it would actually be dex saving throw first and then the persuasion, but you can roll whatever order. Oh, because you're going to beat the shit out of it? I'm going to do the dex first. That makes it much better. Uh, 28 on the dex saving throw. Okay. And then the persuasion. Oh, it was a nat 20. Hey, there you go. Perfect. Um, well, that works well because you go up behind Combs and you uh, you say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking the booze, uh, and he just, what the hell? And then just immediately yeah. he like starts to starts throwing starts throwing punches. I think actually he like swings around with like a bottle and like smashes it against a pole uh, behind him, trying to hit you, um, and like it breaks and shatters across the you know a- across the uh, the back area behind the bar, um, and then he kind of 
he your voice uh makes it through and he kind of it, it sinks in and he realizes that it's you um and then you know after uh maybe a little bit of back and forth uh agrees to uh let you <laughs> like take that um and doesn't just have a a really thirsty ghost in his uh in his bar sorry combs it's quite literally the end of the world uh drink one for yourself too and he's gonna like throw another just literally like it kind of apparates because it leaves my invisible hand uh, just like five golds flying through the air at him why is it that every time you guys show up, the end of the goddamn world does too? Have a great night. Keep walking away. <laughs> <laughs> you just as your class closes, you just hear come and go. I just built this damn place. <laughs> 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 Gotta pay my mortgage. Um, so uh, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so back to. Um, Back to uh, the uh, the Chapel of the Seven. Cosmo, uh, are you uh, heading outside? Uh, and Rangram, are you going along with, or are you kind of just hanging back uh, inside as he uh, uh, as he goes out there to let him have his his time alone with Bryn? Um, I mean, uh, Rangram's pretending that he has to clean up that ritual of like the sending and like put his like shield away. Like, oh no, I, I have to do. Uh, it's a whole thing. I'm going to put my stuff back or, or else I can never do this again. And Oh, yeah, you go talk to him. Oh, oh all right. That's, that's fine. Uh, Cosmo looks down to double check he's still a turtle. And uh, you are, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you are. You're in full turtle, uh, tur- turtle form, turtle glory. Turtle. For, for one hour. Okay, I don't. Ridiculous. When the, stri- the clock strikes midnight, I gotta run back. Um, how much time do I think I have? How much time do I? I don't oh, know. I mean, still like uh, probably fifty minutes easily. Okay. Glenn, yeah, Glenn would have told you as he was putting the mask on, like you have an hour. He would have definitely prepped you on the, yeah, okay. the timeline that you have. All right, yeah. hurry and dance okay. with the prince. Come on. Great. Um, I. Uh, Move to the front door. I guess I look outside to, he's still not sure that this disguise is going to work. So he's going to be a little bit more cautious. Uh, yeah, you see a, um, you see the form of a, uh, a redheaded uh, human with a big bushy beard who's uh, kind of sitting uh, with their feet dangling off like the cliff uh, looking out the ocean. Do I essentially. see guards? Just kinda, uh, So no, you, um, if you look at the map here, you guys are way up on a cliff face. Yeah. Um, kind of dif- uh, distance from the rest of town. Uh, you do not see any guards in your, like, you know, within your range of vision. You would know that the last, like, the guard post you you saw or the soldier outpost um, would have been, like, kind of at the turn where it turns, like, kind of south to go into, into town. Um, okay. So you're probably a good, like, easily, like, a mile away from, okay. or, like, maybe half mile uh, away okay. from that. Cool. I guess I would uh, wander over towards Bryn. Uh, He's just sitting there uh, kind of like flipping that coin over in his fingers in one hand, Um, not as deftly by any means as like Glynn would, or like it's, you know, kind of like a magic trick, but just like you hear like a kind of like, he's just kind of flipping it back and forth with like a clink, 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 clink with metal on metal. Um, And then in the other hand, he's just, um, you can see that he's tucked. uh, Actually, no, I think he's just, in the other hand, he's just holding on to like, you know, you can, you can tell he definitely could just like 
tuck this onto his belt, but he is just holding uh, the dagger in its sheath, essentially, in the other hand. Uh, Cosmo necessarily wouldn't be walking up, like, quietly. He'd be kind of heavy-footed and um, maybe 10, 15 minute feet from him. He would just, hey, Braden, do you, can I, do you mind if I uh, sit with you? Yeah, Cosmo, it's uh, uh, not too, never too uh, bad to have company. How, uh, how are things inside? I, I don't know how you're always able to kind of keep cool. Uh, keeping my temper has uh, never been easy for me. Glenn, all right? Glenn will be fine. Yeah, I don't really know how I keep my cool i think that's i think that's something i got from me uh from me dad he always had a cool temperament and uh you know that he did but um that's the best that's really the best i can do so as long as i know i'm always doing my best then um i suppose i can't hold any regrets I appreciate your positive outlook on the world there, Cosmo. It's it's hard to not kind of become jaded with it when you've seen as as much as I have over these years. So yeah, having a having kind of a, a fresh outlook of of someone who uh, you know I know you've seen your share of things, Cosmo. I'm not demeaning your life by any means, but it's uh, it's kind of nice to have like a to have that kind of youthful energy and outlook on on life yeah i know that uh i certainly haven't had it the easiest but i certainly know that i have had way fewer years than both you and rain grim and glenn and uh so i'm just a, a young lad here but um i just wanted to come come check on you obviously glenn was a real he was a real dick with the whole yeah, it's it's not his fault. I listen. I, I don't hold a. I'm not gonna hold a grudge. I I know that uh, Glenn can be a little bit. Uh, let's just say uh, lack of understanding for other people's feelings, and that's uh, you know that's a strength for him most of the time. He helps him to kind of distance himself from things that would you know paralyze others and. Potentially, uh, you know, I don't know Glenn's whole, his whole past, but I'm sure there's a reason for why he is like he is. So yeah. I don't hold anything against him. But. Distant uh, has definitely been his thing. He pretty much was, uh, he came alone, really. He got banished from his homeland due to a long story. I don't really know it. And uh, spent most of the last hundred years or so, I guess, I don't know, alone. And uh, he was just trying to communicate something toughly, you know. He was trying to help you understand that going out after your friend, as emotionally invested as you are, may not be the smartest thing. Put yourself in danger. And, um, you know, he, I think he was just trying to 
was his way of trying to show that he cared. This really convoluted, complicated way of Glenn doing that. Um, I think that uh, Glenn cries I think that, invisibly. <laughs> I think that gets. I think that gets a um, a little um, a little chuckle out of um, out of uh, Bryn. It sounds like me and Glenn have more in common than uh, I might have previously thought. Rainier was uh, <laughs> Rainier was you know more than a, a friend and more than a brother even. So uh, you know I'll, I'll make my apologies to to Glenn in good time, but I just kind of saw red. I I'm sure he'll understand but yeah he will i mean rainier like was he only your friend were you guys enemies ever i mean would it help to share a little bit i don't know i'm all ears <laughs> enemies if he if we were enemies then he was the 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 most accomplished bard I've ever uh, I've ever met up to this point because we spent every every moment together since we were really young. Um, other than the times he was studying in you know in the arcane arts underneath his teacher, who <laughs> I don't think ever liked me very much. Uh, you know we were we, we were together. We we're doing you know whatever we could to, to be, to, you know, to, to not be apart. So I, it was honestly when, when I, when I lost Rainier was when I kind of uh, made the decision that I didn't want to be, you know, king or follow in the footsteps of whatever. There was nothing left for me there at all. I didn't, care about being a uh, king. I didn't care about the throne or anything like that. After uh, after losing Rainier was when I I started venturing out, started going out and, uh, and you know, found an adventuring party and just kind of did my best to, uh, I could save Rainier, but I could try to save others, help other people. And yeah. I, I know that you're, you know, you and Glenn and Rangrim, you know, you know, the seven bless you all for how much you, you care about my well-being, but I would be lying if over these last 300 years or so, I'm sure it's no secret. Rangrim, the amount of times he had to repair me after my jaunts out into the world to, you know, slay uh, some sort of big, bad evil or another. But if I were to go out and perish in my quest to uncover or recover Rainier, I would uh, I would be lying if I had said I, <laughs> I hadn't been trying to die the last 300 years and no one's been able to make it stick yet so well I mean, I'm glad to hear that you're you know a little, I'm, I know that you're wrapped up emotionally in all of these things but I, um, you asked how things were with Glynn and Rangrim. Um, I think I have 
something I should share that uh, I'll be up front is it's gonna be hard to hear. Harder to hear than my <laughs> than than the fact that uh, apparently my friend's trapped somewhere in some ill-begotten plane of existence. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll bring it a little bit more a little closer to home. Um, a little bit closer to this this plane of existence. Uh, Cosmo maybe turns to the side and scratches his head and. Have you ever heard of scrying? <laughs> you know, I, I make a big deal about the fact that I don't, I'm not one of the uh, the arcane arts, but believe it or not, Cosmo, I have encountered scrying over my many years on this, uh, on this uh, plane of existence. So you, so you know how it works then? A cleric or of some person casts a spell to uh, identify if somebody is on this plane of existence and what they're doing yeah of course uh yeah yeah that's how i understand it anyway you know be able to see see someone even if you're not there uh you know depending on you know kind of distance be damned well learning that this person that glenn saw in captivity of the coin inspired the rangrim to try and find Rainier to see if he was on this plane of existence. In support of, of you. Uh, that was our way of, again, trying to help. Uh, Rangrim did it, and he, he saw something, and heard something. What, what he saw was, was a picture, um, hovering over, uh, Goldbreak. Uh, and what he heard was the, um, was the flapping of wings, many wings. You see, um, Bryn kind of looking puzzled, uh, and he's just kind of looking at you in confusion. And then you see his eyes go wide in shock and disbelief. Wait. I, I didn't, well, that, I didn't, I still don't believe it. I'm not really sure that I believe it when I say it. Um, Raingrim well, saw his, it. it. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I, well, how could, I mean, if he's hearing wings, oh, what? The, I mean, you, and he's kind of putting together the fact that you guys like said you had seen Chikar, like actively seen Chikar flying over Goldbreak, and um, he's well, just like looking, like looking at you, almost like pleadingly, like to say that. Like to to say that like this is not true. Like this is like that. Like he's waiting for like the April Fools at the end of like the uh, the sentence. And well, uh, I, I mean, Graham can be can be. Yeah, it has to be. It's not correct. I 
I mean, Ranker, you know, he he's a he's a very talented cleric, but he make he makes mistakes like anyone else. I, I'm sure it was just you know confusing one thing with another. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it wasn't a good connection. I, that doesn't make any sense. Why would it? Why would you see Chakar if you're looking for Rainier? That doesn't make any sense. I, I um I didn't believe it either at first. I'm not really sure. I thought maybe I I don't know. I, all I know is those two things. Um, we know that Shakar has been invisible since. I don't know. Since we the the second time we encountered him, ever ever since the, the first time that we encountered him, he has been invisible. And so our belief is that that was that Rainier is somewhere, somehow, in some capacity, in the same place as Chakar. Does that mean that Rainier is Chakar? I'm not. I don't. I don't know. What I do know is that uh, I don't know. It's captive somehow. You you heard Glyn? That Chakar can't actually be Rainier. The Rainier that you knew. He's got to be there somewhere because Glyn saw him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to show you his face. He's alive on some plane. His soul exists somewhere. On this plane, Scrying potentially identifies him as somehow. I don't know. I think that you see, like, Brent's face goes from, like, confusion, disbelief into kind of, like, desperation of trying to connect anything else that would make sense out of this to like kind of a a level of like defeat and then with you continuing to talk and like to bring back to him and remind him that like Glenn saw Rainier in the form that like in a recognizable form to what Bryn uh, saw them last and like that connection is enough to get Bryn to calm down like he Yeah, no, you're right. I can't lose hope. We can't. <laughs> I don't know what the Chakar connection is, and honestly, I don't really care. All I care about is that Glenn said that the way he was able to see Rainier, the way he was able to <laughs> be there with them, was through this coin or one like it. So, my goal right now is to find a way to either be there when that connection is made and go for go for the ride myself and if all you want to come along too that's great but or find a way to initiate that that tunnel myself there's got to be someone we we this can't be a one-way device if it if it can be activated from one side it can be activated from another i I don't know what you all have been planning but uh, that's 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 I, I, that makes sense to me. Well, I mean, it does make sense, but it also doesn't. There's a lot of things that just don't make sense. Like how 
Veneer can be Jakar. I don't know. But, unfortunately, that coin that you're holding, we it's never turned on. That one has never turned on. Hasn't... That's from the day I found it, outside Goldbreak. It hasn't done anything. He's, he kind of like looks down. Like I he think he's getting that like desperate uh, kind of um, like Bryn doesn't breathe. He hasn't breathed air in, you know, hundreds of years. Um, but like, uh, he's, so he's not like heaving chest, uh, you know, as far as like his, his desperation, but you can see like his like frantic flicking of like his eyes and like his movements. Like you can tell he's getting kind of like, he's looking down at this coin and you see him look at it closer and he like seems to notice for the first time that it has the gold break seal on it and goes wait is this the same i remember the one that you all had originally the one that i destroyed it was scratched beyond comprehension uh, this one has been scratched up too but that that's the Goldbrink seal. It is. Like and like he um like he's uh he kind of like starts to um like starts to fish around like in his um in like in the pockets of like his robes and he pulls out a unmolested uh version of the Goldbrink sigil that is uh that is in his uh in his robes that he pulls out um and it looks like it is it is worn it is it's it's like a quarter that's been in your pocket for you know a very very long time so it's smooth but it is unmistakable that these are uh the same things and he's like <laughs> either i am incredibly unintelligent but why the hell would you be traveling through a, a gold break family sigil into some sort of other location or demi plane or whatever that would and he's just like you can tell he's like he just isn't making sense to him at all as he's like and the more that is like being uncovered he is just like getting more and more lost as he puts like the the like he's now holding like he's he's put the dagger down now by his side he's just holding like two coins in his hand in front of one that's scratched up and one that's like just kind of worn from age and he's just like he just he's just kind of like shocked for belief like he doesn't this doesn't make any sense to him at all well i um i have one other piece of information i can offer you clearly are trying to piece things together and Honestly, that's kind of why I hoped as hard of a thing to hear about Rainier as it was, I hoped that it would spark some inspiration as to an additional lead. And um, I'll add on one more, one I know very little about. And uh, so it'd be best to ask Glenn for the rest of the story. Uh, also, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this character. Which one? The, the one that Glenn... Scaly turned... Sith Lord. Well, no, like... Oh. 
do I because we I Cosmo doesn't know the story I don't even know who that scaly guy was I think Glenn would have told Glenn would have Glenn would have told you about as much of the betrayal no that's a good point Glenn you would have seen the entity that Glenn tried to help Rangram find Okay. So Glenn would not have told you who that person right. was, but you would have seen as much as Rangram has of okay. like, who that person was. Got it. Okay. All right. Um. So the after we scried about Rainier, Glenn took on a second form, uh, one that I've never seen. One I don't even know where it's from. If it's from his past, um. Uh, uh, Chandrell seemed to know who it was. He asked her for help. And um, when we scried about this ancient black scaly being, um, Rangrim wasn't able to pinpoint their position or them or make the scry connection or however it works when you're trying. Um, all that he got was a flash of um of a room and a green candle and the sense of gold break something someone is in gold break and our prediction is that Shakar is defending it maybe I don't know. But there is a lot in play here for us, me, Glenn, Rangrim, you. The Revivifists to the north know a lot. They may also have uh, they may have the heart. We don't know where the heart of uh, AO is. I thought it was in you. Clearly I was wrong. We believe that Chakar is after the heart of Ao. So either the heart is in Goldbreak, or it's somewhere else, and we don't know where. And I'll be frank in that we need your help. Now listen, I, <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around this Rainier thing right now and this Jakar connection. I, I'm going to apologize if I can't really spare much thought for whatever this kind of heart of AO or whatever that is. I, to be honest, I'm, I'm not really focusing on, on much else right now other than the fact that for since I was a, a kid and I lost Rainier. I haven't been able to believe it. And now all of a sudden <laughs> there's hope that Rainier may still exist. To be honest, <laughs> Ao's heart, end of the world, whatever the case may be, uh, nothing's going to get in my way of finding out and getting to the place that Rainier is at. And if that means going through Jakar to get there, then that's exactly what I'm gonna do. 
The question I have for you is whether or not three of you are going to help me or not. We will help you, but we know that Jakar has been seeking the heart. And so if you want to get to Jakar to get to Rainier, the heart is how we do it. And then, so I think that um, uh, Bryn uh, kind of gets up then, uh, putting the the both the uh, the coins uh, in his pocket and uh, putting the dagger onto his hip. Um, and goes, well, let's find that goddamn heart then. Um, and as he kind of starts walking back to the uh, the front of the chapel, he kind of like offhandedly goes, "By the way, that." Um, that you were talking about that flash that that Rangrim saw that um that green light you mentioned Rainier, Rainier and I spent a lot of time in the uh kind of in the the hidden places of the underside under parts of Goldbreak and uh that rings a bell uh pretty much the deepest darkest parts of the undercity of Goldbreak are generally lit with green torches that's where we're gonna leave this episode <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that i didn't is want where to we're gonna it. leave the session tonight oh. <laughs> fuck <laughs>「Almost Heroes」and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.